Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Serving While We Served. I'm so, okay. First of all, I have to gather myself because, um, first of all, let's timestamp and date this. It is um, 3.09 and it is April, that's Easter Standard Time. It is April 30th, 2023. If you have been a, like, I can't even, you know, I don't say fan. If you have been family, part of the Serving Why Being Served family, I have not been on this microphone in probably like a year and um, maybe even two. Um, You know, I was focusing on some things that I thought that I needed to internally focus on and um, I was not, I won't say that I was not listening to the journey or the direction God was taking me. I just was kind of doing my own thing and things have transpired within this time that has, first of all, I miss you to the moon and back and I'm so grateful that you are here listening. This is a entirely new season that we're getting ready to embark on. Like when I say physically and spiritually, this, as far as the podcast, as far as everything, I I am, I am in a season of transition. If you do not know, you do not follow me, make sure to follow and be a part of my Instagram family. It is nurse underscore Monroe, which I don't even know if that'll still be (laughs) that after this season of transition, but I am seven months pregnant. Yes, if you have been, um, well, I'm sure you have been a part of my journey. You know that I did suffer a miscarriage about a year and a half ago, and um, now I am pregnant with our wonderful rainbow baby, which is a son, which is I am due in July of the 15th, and I am super, super excited. I am sitting the seventh month of my blessing, and I'm just grateful. Like, this is just it, honey. I still look absolutely, absolutely amazing. My son has me glowing from the, from the sun to the moon. But um, also, this has been one of the most spiritual awakening um, seasons of my life. That's why I said I don't know where my brand is going, but I am just listening and being disciplined and letting God lead me. Um, It has been on my heart for many, many moons to change my name um, to my legal name um, and, uh, you know, for my brand. And I'm still thinking that that is the direction that I am going to go into because this is a rebirth. This is a this is a major rebirth. I, I didn't even see this coming. I was completely blindsided by this entire rebirth. I was, um, you know, praying to God for a child, but I really was praying and, and asking God, um, for a new me unknowingly, because when you have a child and you're getting ready to be a mother, you're getting ready to become something new and God is doing some new work in you. And regardless of how you want to accept that it's happening and it's going to happen at some point of the journey. It's either going to be the beginning. It's either going to be during it, or it's either going to be, Hey, you know, kind of towards the end, but it's going to be some changes that's going to happen. Me personally, I think you are going to experience change the entire time. But, you know, some people that I have taken a survey from women, mothers who are empty nesters, mothers who are know, know who were empty nesters and now have new children back into the equation and mothers who are still dealing with toddlers or still dealing with teenagers. Uh, you know, it's, it's always going to be just a new change, a new you. And God is doing a new thing in me. So that is why we have this topic for this long hiatus that I have taken our topic today. And this is a good one. It is going to be changing my focus. God, I see you. 
changing my focus. Say it with me. God, I see you. Before we get started, Father God, we ask that you take this word that you are placing in my heart and you place it in whoever is listening heart and they are able to create with this word. They are able to find you more in this word. They are able to understand you more in this word. If they have not picked up a Bible, they are going to pick it up. If they have not felt the need to renew and spend more time in their word, they're going to spend more time. And Father God, just do a new thing in them and change their focus and put their focus on you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. We are not praying before we get started because I feel like, you know, with the way the world is going right now, we need to just, we need to have some prayer all the time. All of the time. So, like I said, like, let's get into it. So, um, I have, my life has completely taken a turn for the absolute better. Um, I think God has been completely stripping me and my husband of so many things that we thought we needed in order for him to move into areas that we need him more in. And I think that like internally, we needed to change our focus towards him. I think that we were not per, per se backseating God. I don't think it's like that you backseat him. I think that life happens and life is life to me, right? Is it's to me, I feel like life is right now going through this very demonic like stage where it's created for us to pull farther away from God. So it's all of these other entities that are introduced into our lives that we have to manage and deal with, and then all this outside hate, and then all of this thing, these things going on in the news. And sometimes that makes you fall flat of not spending the time with God. Or you're rushing through your time with God, or you're not completely depending outcomes of things and changes of things on God. You are depending solely on yourself. Me personally, I am a control freak. I have like so much um, a lack of it. Let me say this. When I'm lacking the control, um, the anxiety is on 10, baby. Um, and this has been a situation where I have literally had no control. Like I literally became pregnant and literally the control was, I had to like surrender it completely. This has been a major season of surrender for me. I've had to like completely just be like, you know what, God, just do your thing. Um, we're currently in the transition of moving. Um, a lot of things that I wanted to do during my pregnancy, I was not able to do because I had to surrender those to God. Um, because we have bigger things on the floor and, and God has greater things planned for us. And sometimes that's what it's all about. And when you change your focus, when you focus more on God, when you come, when you sit down and you realize what you're doing is not working. When you finally have that moment where you like, you know what, I'm just, I'm tired. You know, it's not working or, you know, I'm putting so much energy into this guy and it's not going anywhere. Or, you know, I have severe anxiety, God, like I just don't feel at ease. I'm constantly feeling up in Adam and I'm constantly feeling like I need to do things. You really need to have a coming to Jesus moment. Now, let me define a coming to Jesus moment because I think like people use that. And they don't understand a coming to Jesus moment is where you really need to just sit down, quiet area, prayer closet, beach car, um, basement, uh, wherever you can get away from outside noise, children, husband, etc. 
And you really need to take a preferably your Bible. If you don't have your Bible, you can grab your phone. And I've told you this before, and I'm going to say this again. If you do not have the Bible app on your phone, I don't know. And they are not paying me for this. So maybe later on they will. But if you do not have the Bible app on your phone, um, please go put that on your phone. Just because you don't have a physical Bible, you need to have the Bible app. You need to have it set up to where it's giving you um, the, the daily scripture. That can be a setting put in your phone. So let's not act like we don't know how to do that. And you need to be getting some type of word in the middle of the day when you start your day on your Apple Watch, on your phone, wherever you would like to take it, um, you need to be receiving it. But anywho, you need to find that area that you have that's your personal sanctuary and you need to really sit down with God and you really need to surrender everything to him, you know, and you really need to ask God to put, you know, your eyes, to put your spirits, put everything you have to like internally, externally on him. Because once you do that, um, there's going to be a level of peace that you're going to get. Currently right now, I'm kind of like very up and down with the peace. I'm going to be honest with you. Like some days it's because I also have to inquire in these hormones that this third trimester has been taking me down and through there. I'm going to just be honest with you. I have like kind of been crying, kind of been happy. It's been all over the place. But anyway, back to, back to the coming to Jesus moment. So you just really need to sit down with him. And you really need to let him know that you are surrendering everything and that you need his guidance and you need him to change your focus. After that, you're going to, you are going to start feeling some, I think, I think the anxiety kind of came a little bit. You're going to have peace and anxiety. They're kind of, kind of, cause you still are going to be leaning on the flesh. And when you, you have to understand this is not a flesh type of situation. This has to be a leaning on the spirit type of situation. Like you can't lean on your own understandings. You have to lean on God. You have to constantly be reading verses and constantly be reading the word to reiterate to you that you are not in control and he is in control. And that, you know, if you focus more on him, he's going to focus more on you and things are going to get to where they need to go. You also need to be able to, once you start surrendering things to let things go, um, I have, uh, I'm okay with letting things go. Uh, no, I'm not. Let me, let me keep it 100. Like I'm kind of in between. I don't, I think I want to let things go. And this falls back to me wanting to have control and why God is working so due diligently on me in this control aspect, because I want to let things go when I want to let them go the way I want to let them go. Like God could tell me, okay, well, I want you to let this go. And I'll be like, all right, that's cool. But like, I want to let go of it like Tuesday at like eight o'clock. Is that good? Like, I want to like go see it one more time. I want to go do it one more time. I want to take pics. I want to post it on Instagram and then I'm going to let it go. And God is like, Mm-mm, nope, I need you to let it go today because I have something greater for you. You, you may not, you truly are right now, not as spiritually strong as I want you to be. So you probably don't understand that, but you have to let it go now. And that's kind of how things kind of go with me. So I am in the, in the part of my season where I am just embracing, letting it go whenever and however it needs to be let go. And that's just everything, you know, control and relinquishing control of pretty much everything and just handing it over to God. But the way that I just determined that that's what I needed to do is I had to change my entire focus. My focus was on so many things. I had to have a coming to Jesus moment. I had to sit down and kind of be like, well, you know what, God, it's, it's all, I surrender it all to you. What do you want me to do? Clearly what I'm doing is not working. You know, clearly what I'm doing is not, it's not purpose driven. This isn't the direction you want me to go, or it is the direction you want me to go, but I have all of these outside entities that are kind of like playing a factor into it. So I'm kind of going like all of these different directions. And that's where the problems lie. That is where the problems lie. When you are constantly 
having outside entities come in and play a factor into it. Now, you know, my favorite thing, if you have been a part of the family to tell you is most of the time, 99% of the time, one of the major things that I have noticed and took it a survey of that you have to let go is these men, baby, these men, all these men, these men, y'all don't be wanting to let them go. And we're going to talk about this because it is an episode definitely that I will be posting in regards to this whole process of me being pregnant and, and doing this and, and women making choices or not even making the choices or doing it alone. But you have to understand that the, that, that I, honestly, the enemy will use whoever and whatever he can use to have your focus on all of this other type of stuff and have you just in this season of wilderness and this, and just in this turmoil and, and just things aren't going good and you angry and you mad at your kids and you're not doing this and you're not spending on time with God. That's what he wants you. He is the author of confusion. So he wants you to be confused. So of course, if you have somebody in your life that is being the author of confusion too, that has their own verse in the book, you should definitely like, kind of like redirect or like kind of figure out like, is this person really truly for me? You know, redirect them maybe to the exit, you know, or redirect them maybe to less time or redirect them to the word, whatever it may be, but you have to evaluate everyone that is around you and everything that you're doing. Um, because those are the major factors that are going to keep you not focused on God, you know? So, um, for me, it wasn't a man thing. Cause I am happily married. It was just outside entities. It was just, you know, me being in control. My major issue here was the control thing. Me, me, and then me not having patience. Oh, the patience. Oh my God. We could talk, we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours about the patience, but not having the patience to truly just let God work. Um, trying to go ahead of God, thinking that I can pull God along instead of God pulling me along, which is just all wrong and strong in so many different areas. Um, but like I said, a lot of times, ladies, when you are, you know, having this moment and you need to focus, it tends to be, uh, I'm gonna give it like 75%. It's the men. Um, it is the men. The men have us in a chokehold. I don't even know what type of chokehold to say, but it's not a good one. It's not a good one. And a lot of that has to factor in with not having patience, not having the patience to wait on God, not focusing on God and understanding that he's going to give you what he wants you to have because he's built that, made that fit for you kind of going ahead of him. Just all of these other things that plans apart, you know, not because when you have, when your focus is on God, you're not going to feel like you alone. That's another thing. So loneliness leads to these mishaps, these situationships, um, these poorly put together, you know, relationships, um, and this unbalanced, unyoked situation that you may be in. So, you know, really sit down when you have in your coming to Jesus moment and just really like, like figure out, like, do I really like, do I need these people around me? Like, um, do I need to have some time to myself? Isolation is one of God's favorite playgrounds um when he is trying to get your attention when he is doing a good work in you when he is doing something new in you he will pull you away from everything that could be blocking you from spending the time with him so don't look at those periods of isolation and just being by yourself sure you are gonna have moments where you are gonna be in the flesh and you are gonna be like really lonely and I think in my pregnancy I've had a lot of kind of I've had 
I won't even say lonely moments. I've just had moments like where I've kind of felt like I'm missing out. But then when I go outside and I see stuff, I'll be like, what exactly am I missing out from? Because it's like not giving what it's supposed to give out here. <laughs> so what am I missing out from? So a lot of times, like I said, that's the evil one trying to get in your head and make you feel like, oh, you missing out on stuff. Oh, you know, why are you sitting in the, in the house when it's sunny outside and reading your word? Why are you, you know, attending Bible study? Why are you going to church? You know, why are you, why aren't you listening to the city girls in your car all the time? Why are you listening to your praise and worship music? These are all things that I have, that I personally have, you know, had to fight and have the battles with, but you just got to do what you got to do. Because when you put your focus on him, things are going to start to change. Now, after we had the coming to Jesus moment, we start really evaluating the people around us, men, friends, some of them friends be raggedy too, get them out of here. Ah, you know, all of this, some family, mm, sometimes you got to fall back from them, love them from a distance. Mm, let's do that. Now we've cleared the path. Now we can focus. Now things are clear. Now we're seeing the clouds, the sunshine, sunshine on me, sun, sun, sunshine on me. I got to listen to that song. Um, I, you know, now that we, we get to that part, which is just always a great place to be. Now it is time for you to do the due diligence and the work with God within yourself. So now this is when you are going to start to have to dedicate some time to him. Now for me, this is when I realized I had to get spiritually more strong for me to be the best mother that I can be. Becoming a mother and stepping into motherhood is a journey that you are going to 139% need to rely on Father God, on our God, on Jesus. He is the only one that is going to help you progress through this journey. From the time of impregnation to the time of birth to the time of milestones and whatever else you want to think of, you are going to solely 100% step on God. And that's about anything that you're getting ready to take on in your life. If you're getting ready to step into a new career, if you want to live a new life, if you want God to do a new, new thing in you, you have to rely on him. So you're going to have to clear the way. You're going to have to part the sea of foolishness. And let him in. So it's just a part of the process. Be ready for it. Is, is it going to be um, roses and like butterflies sometimes? It's not. It's going to be emotional. And this is kind of when, when you clear your path, you have to start accepting um, some of the emotions that come along with it. Some of the trauma that you have to heal from that comes along with it. I think this has been a good trauma healing time for me. Like, um... I low key was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna rehire a therapist. I'm gonna go back to my therapist. Oh, I'm so sorry, it's my allergies, baby. I'm gonna go back to my therapist. I'm gonna talk to her. Like, I have so many things to talk about. And God was like, no. So yeah, I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be the therapist. We're gonna heal this trauma together. Um, and yeah, and if you if you feel like you need to go talk to her after, that's cool. But you're gonna put me first. My folk, your focus is gonna be on me. I am a strong. I'm a very strong advocate of therapy. I feel like a lot of everybody needs it. A lot of us have trauma that we don't even know that we have. A lot of us are are trauma carrying and dealing with situations like I have based on trauma of things we've had, based on the way people have treated us and how things have played out. People have done very evil things to us and. 
It just, and we're carrying it. So I do believe in going to therapy, but I also believe in you having a strong relationship in God before you go to therapy. So if you're going to therapy and you, you know, you are not focusing on God, I feel like therapy is just kind of like band-aiding it because yes, you know, you are going to talk to the therapist and they are going to clean you out and they are going to talk about these things that have you, you know, building, doing some self-building and all of this good stuff. But if you don't have God, it's kind of just like, it's missing something because when you are dealing with this trauma, you're going to get very emotional and you're going to want to go to someone and the person that you're going to get all your answers from is going to be God. You're never going to get these answers or these answers that you're not even going to get it. Cause a lot of times you, it's no answer to the reason why you went through what you went through. You know, it's, it got, it God can't give you a reason. A human being can make a reason up. They can give you all of these different, Oh, well they did it because they did this and their mother hurt them. And it was a trauma response from this. They can give you all that. But sometimes you have to accept that healing and accept that trauma, um, that happened without an apology. And that my friend is going to come from God. You, the only way that you are going to be able to heal authentically over this trauma without an apology or without doing any type of physical assault back to this person that hurt you is with God. He's the only one that's going to make you so bubbly inside that you're going to be like, oh my God, no, I don't even want to hurt you. Like, I'm just going to pray for you, my friend. That's what I'm working on now. I'm working on now not becoming angry at people healing from past trauma and praying for those people and understanding where they had to be, how hurt they had to be to hurt me. Because in order for someone to hurt you, they had to be in a place of pain too. Uh, hurt people hurt people, period. I know you've heard that before. That's a great one to use. Several therapists use that. It's, it's the, it is the real deal, Holyfield. Hurt people are going to hurt people. So I don't want you to think that, you know, when you've been through this trauma that people kind of were doing this from like a, a like a nice, happy vacational place. Like, ooh, I'm just going. No, they were being used. They had an open vessel. They had maybe a demon. They had something, whatever it was. But just know it's not you, baby. It's them. Okay. So in order for you to be able to, you know, heal and just really take therapy for what it needs to happen, you're going to have to have some focus on God. So if you are currently in therapy right now, I applaud you. Woo! I'm so happy that you're healing. It's lit. It's quite expensive too, but whatever. <laughs> and, but I want you to understand that, you know, you should also be placing God's word and everything in the forefront of all of this healing. Because it's going to make things better, you know. So that's another thing that you could be, that's another, you know, switch of changing your focus. I need to be focusing more on God so that I am healing from my trauma correctly. Because you can just keep going to therapy over and over and over and over and over again and be like, dang, you know. I still really don't feel like I'm good. Like I know why people did what they did or, you know, that it wasn't me. I'm not internally, you know, you know, turning all that anger and all everything they did on myself, you know, but I'm still not feeling whole. And the wholeness that you're looking from is going to come from him. So you got to change your focus on him. So after you, you know, you changed it, you cleared the way. Now you're accepting the traumas. If you need to bring on a, a, you know, medical personnel, feel free to, but remember they are the second, they are not the first. Um, you've cleared the way you kind of start getting rid of people. You may start to feel a little isolated. Now the magic is starting to happen. Now things are starting to make sense. Now, when you read your word, 
you know, you can be thinking about a particular situation. You read your Bible and the Holy Spirit will lead you to a verse that will answer every single question that you have about that particular section, that, that, that situation, every single emotion you have, the Holy Spirit will guide you to a verse. And that's when the switch clicks in your head and you're like, I'm focused. That's when you are like, okay, let me cry one more time. Cause you're going to cry a lot. Do, do this. This is going to be a lot of crying. I'm letting you know, it's going to be emotional, but this ease are happy tears because now you feel like you are reconnected with God. And, um, you know, th- that's the thing. Like the reconnection was very important in my journey too. I can't, I didn't feel like for a while I have, I was kind of just like running alongside of God. I think I was just like, um, like I was there, like I read my word, but I didn't read my word as much as I could. Like I still was trying to, um, hold on to worldly things and just, I, and what it was, I still was trying to control the situation. That's what it was. I was still trying to do it my way and just ask God to come in and assist and assist. Like, I'm going to just need you to stay over there. When I need you, I'm going to tag you in. And God, it's not, a, it's not a tag you in type of situation. You can't ask him for assist. You can't put him in the game when you need to put him in the game. Okay. You have to ask him to put you in the game when he wants to put you in the game. You have to solely and completely lean on him for everything. You have to rationalize all your decisions on on spiritual holy spirit and our worldly it's like it's a whole different change of thinking and i want you to know i don't want you to beat yourself up because this is something that takes it's gonna take some time this is a, this is a whole new rebirth like god says in the word i'm doing a new thing in you so no it's not gonna be like tomorrow like so that's another thing too we are the instant gratification generation you know social media and everything have us thinking we're supposed to have everything now 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 like if you don't you don't have like the you know the 700 million dollar house now if you don't have the two businesses now if you're not you know you know tying two two thousand dollars a month to the church now if you're not if you're not doing all this stuff now like what are you even doing baby that's kind no that's not how that works because see that's another way that the enemy is going to use you to redirect you out of this like once you start if you have that feeling like oh my god i'm not it's not happening for me like i just cut somebody out at the light because i cut somebody out the light the other day jesus is still working on me baby but they was not paying attention i have been very like my road rage has gotten better but it's now if i do like have a moment it's because i'm in fear of my child i'm like bro i'm pregnant like please bear with me with this it's atlanta drive and be real ghetto but anywho back on topic you just you you you, i don't want you to stop this journey i don't want you to to stop focusing on god because you're not seeing the results that you think you're supposed to see in 24 hours sis because that's not how it's supposed to happen so let's start back again let's let's read let's regress let's go back to where we were at and let's you know spend a little bit more time with him you know um I think that most people don't understand that the amount of self-care that uh, reading the word and spending time with God, God is, is, is major. That, that is the major entity of self-care. When someone says, oh, I'm having some self-care, um, it's not just Pilates and, you know, going to get a facial and getting a smoothie for the first time in like a couple of days or, you know, making like a really nice self-care reel. Those are cute. We like those and all, but that's not kind of what it is. It's more so you really, you know, 
being mature and really putting your foot down and say, God, I'm really ready to focus on you. And I'm ready to take this spiritual journey with you. And I'm surrendering whatever it is that I'm holding on to, to you, because I know that you have something greater for me. I love to use this meme. This is my favorite meme to use when, <laughs> when, um, Jesus, um, the white Jesus, <laughs> when Jesus is holding I'm sorry. I'm still got still working on me, but you know the white Jesus. When he's holding the uh the teddy bear and the young lady has a he has this big teddy bear and the young lady has this small teddy bear in her hand and she's crying like I don't want to give this teddy bear away. I wear it at the carnival. I love it so much. And God is like, if you don't give me that, hand me over that teddy bear right now. She's like, no, this is how I'm imagining the dialogue going. And he's like, okay, give me the teddy bear. You know, it's like, it's cause he has patience. She's like, okay. And she gives him the teddy bear and then boom, he hit it with a big, bigger teddy bear like here. And she's like, oh my God, this is so much better than what I went at the carnival. That's kind of how life goes. <laughs> Just like that. I know. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. So you have to surrender things that you are mentally physically worldly things whatever and the definition of worldly things for all of my saints who did not come from an old school sanctuary like myself um you know anything like material items anything of the flesh anything that you amount success to anything that you you know that you're infatuated with some people it may be like a car some people it just depends on your atmosphere how you grew up your life what you like what you don't but sometimes those are a part of the surrender and the give up that you have to give but a lot of times it's some it's, a, it's just it's just spiritually surrendering and just saying you know what god i trust you and um whichever direction you want to take me on i'm gonna take it i'm focused i'm truly focused on you now and i am not going to let you know anything come in in and throw us off and i'm gonna be honest you go you gonna have some now let's be now let's talk about this before we go to honesty of the situation once again because i want you to understand you're gonna have some days where you don't feel as focused as day so tuesday you may have got up early read your word Turned you to praise and worship music on. Went to work. Was nice to everybody. You know what I'm saying. Didn't get an attitude with nobody. You know, they could really see the God in you. You just, you're doing your thing. You're nice. You, you come home. Do what you need to do with your kids, your husband, etc. You know, you may read a little Bible story to them. You get in the bed early. You like, you know what? It was today was a day. You get some good news. Everything is just going great. You like, yes, it's focusing on God. It's working. Woo! And then Tuesday comes. And, um, your kids get up, both of them are sick and now you're sick and your husband is looking for whatever item that he is right there in his face, but he needs you to look for and they need you to stay over at the job and you don't know who's going to wash your kids because they sick and all of these different worldly entities are playing parts. So you didn't read your word, you know, you in the car listening to the weather because instead of listening to praise and worship, because what is raining outside, you want to make sure you ain't about to drive through no hurricane. All of these things playing part. So now it comes later on that evening and you are beating yourself up because you said, well, God, I'm not, I wasn't focused today. Today wasn't a good day, but you have to remember God knows everything. He sees all, he knows what's going to happen before you do. So all you have to do is refocus yourself. And refocusing yourself will be having that communication with God. And that's another thing too. You should be talking to him throughout the day. I don't know how y'all do, but I talk to God a lot 
all day long. Um, sometimes I'm praying the same thing over and over again. Um, in my spiritual journey, now I am praying a lot more and asking for favor when I go places to cover me on my travels back and forth. But just just keeping a communication up with him when you are having those days where you are unfocused is still building that relationship with him. And I don't think most people understand that. You'll look back at those days and you'll start looking back on your journey and be like, I am talking to God a lot more than I have ever been. You know, even if it's not you sitting down, which we would love for it to be beautiful and you sit down and you read the word. That's why I tell you, you have the Bible up on your phone. You open it up, whoop, whoop, and you can read it right wherever you're at. So it's, it's just letting God know, God, I see you. I'm here and I want you to know that I am giving that time because I need you in whatever direction and whatever I'm doing. If it's daily life, if it's new life, if it's a new journey, if it's an old journey, if it's, if it's moving forward without somebody, if it's moving forward with somebody new, you just want him to know that you are dedicating that time and that you love him. And that he truly, he's been loving you, just to let you know, <laughs> even when you were raggedy, still was loving you. So don't beat yourself up. This is a part of the journey in life. And this is the most beautiful part of it is when you truly walk in your purpose and you truly walk in the purpose and let God lead you. And he does not get pulled along. So I love you to the moon and back. And I hope you enjoyed that word. So that was a good one. <laughs> Woo. Then I just woke up out of my bed from a midday nap. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and record a podcast and I'm going to post it tonight. And that's what I did. I listened to God. I was disciplined. Got up. I did not take an extended amount of nap like I normally do. And I said, I'm going to post and I'm going to record because I had something on my spirit. And this is what I was on my spirit. So I decided to do it. And it felt so good. I'm so, so very grateful to be back. My son was kicking me the entire time I was making it. So maybe he was excited to hear me get it in where I fit in myself. But like I said, a couple of things before we go. Like I said, if you are not a part of the Instagram family, you can slide yourself over to nurse underscore Moreau. That's the name for the time being. If the name changes, I'll let you know. Also, um, my maternity leave will probably start whenever. Who knows? But I am, I'm winging this. So bear with me. I am getting back in the groove. God is working with me, but bear with me. And we are going to have more episodes coming um, as the days go on. But I just pray that you are changing your surroundings and changing things so that you are able to focus more on him. And I know that when you do that, things are going to get so much more better for you and you are no longer going to feel disconnected from him. If you've been feeling disconnected, you know, from him, this, this word was for you get reconnected. And it's so easy to do it. Don't be afraid to get reconnected with him. Don't be afraid that he's going to shun you out. Cause he's not you, you, you constantly doing raggedy stuff. He sees it. Just get back in there. Just go back. Just like, you know, you, it's like the same energy you have with everything. Like you don't go to the gym for three weeks and then you see something or you go buy some new loo or something. And you're like, Oh girl, I'm about to go back in the gym. Now everybody's Pilates. And, oh, I'm about to Pilates. Blah, 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 blah. Let's keep this same energy when you built a relationship. Okay, let's make this the trend that you keep trending. And one day it's going to latch on. And this is me telling this to myself. You know, I don't talk to y'all unless I'm telling this stuff to myself. So, um, like I said, I, I do. I pray that you have a great week and that you stay safe 
And we will be checking back in next week because I think I'm going to do this episode on this whole being a mommy thing um, because preparing yourself for being a mommy because this is I got a lot of stuff I want to talk to y'all about y'all really ain't talk to me about this stuff everybody make pregnancy just be like oh my god it's so nice like I'm just pregnant know what it is nobody talks about it now I'm not gonna say y'all say it's pretty y'all just don't talk about it the baby just be here you and then we get to like and now we get to talk about postpartum depression and all this other type of stuff that we rebuke in the name of Jesus but still y'all don't talk about that that entity of that nine months like nobody is like they're like oh yeah they make little reels and it's jokey 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 but it's really it did uh uh-uh. no ma'am so we're gonna talk about that okay so make sure you like comment and subscribe um to my youtube it's a link at my page for that make sure you share this word and i will check back in with you guys and i love you to the moon and back bye